0: everyone welcome back to the vibe within podcast i'm your host gab cohen and i hope that everyone is doing well i am recording this episode the day of the super full moon capricorn i don't know what the fuck is going on but i definitely feel it one day i'm feeling high the next i'm feeling super emotional um Sorry if you can hear a train in the background. You can you can hear the trains here pretty loudly. It's kind of crazy. Um, I'm still in Miami. I am only here for a couple more days, so I really wanted to take advantage of being here, and I wanted to record something that really just struck me really hard today because I've been really in my feels, and I've been going through a lot of... Healing as I've been here um, in Miami, pet sitting for a friend, and I was able to k- kind of reflect on my life, just as just as a person, looking at my life from a larger zoomed-out lens, and who I am, and what my identity is, and you know, what's what really makes me happy anymore, and what's the point of of really anything and that's kind of the energy that i've been in recently especially after the passing of my aunt that was very tragic and crazy and um just a lot of weird things happening you know in my family and therapy is always really intense for me i've been doing emdr for several months now and it's really helpful but it's really intense and i do want to explain what emdr is a little bit um because i have gotten some questions about it and i did make a reels on instagram but you can only get so far with reels so i guess i'll just dive into that a little bit um after i explain what this episode is going to really be about um I want to talk about how I know many of us are sober now or maybe we're living a sober-ish life or we're sober curious Uh, and I really want to dive into that and how we could feel like we miss our party life. It really hit me hard today as I was walking around Midtown and I just kind of felt like this, like, who am I energy, you know, like, I went to Target, I got a couple things, I went to Nordstrom Rack, I bought a few tops that were on sale, and, like, it, like, really made me happy, it made me so happy just to kind of, like, walk around and do something nice for myself, and, it's like the smallest little things that can shift my energy now when back when I was drinking and partying and doing drugs and bartending, I, nothing made me happy. I mean, the only thing that made me happy was seeking validation from, from men, usually toxic men, um, and I'm not claiming that all men are toxic. I know I do have some men listeners here, and I am so grateful that you're here. I'm not saying you're toxic at all. Um, I just really had poor choice in the masculine um, energies that I let in my life. And so, yeah, nothing really made me happy back then. I was just always trying to fix that, that ache, that pain, that suffering, that anger, that rage, the sadness. The trauma um, I was always just trying to cover that up with drugs substances working out um, partying sex you know I mean I think we all go through different phases and different chapters of our life where it's like a toxic time of our life like maybe that's just what everybody needs to have in order to come through to the other side and recognize and realize, wow, it feels so good to have clarity. It feels so good to just like be introverted or be low key or just not have any drama coming in from outside spaces or people or jobs or um, relationships that aren't positive, that, that are unhealthy. And I had a lot of unhealthy roommate relationships, romantic relationships, and friendships. Uh, I also had a lot like in my in my whole life, like when I was drinking and partying and engaging in self-abusing behaviors, you know, uh, I, I tended to have a lot of conflict with people who I worked with or I feel like I carried a lot of anger a lot of rage a lot of just like negative energy around with me all the time okay when we are trying to heal and recover from any kind of disease or illness or whatever it is you're going through yes diet and lifestyle changes are very important But, I will say, supplements have been a huge game changer in my healing journey, especially when you find the right supplements, the right ingredients, and you find that magic spot for your body where you really start to feel better. I'm really excited to be partnering up with New Ethics. New Ethics is a supplement company and they make medical grade nutritional supplements developed with therapeutic dosing. They built this company on pillars of honesty, integrity, transparency, and truth. This is really important because sometimes you don't really know what the hell are in your supplements. I mean, there's tons of weird fillers and ingredients that you can't pronounce. and I gotta tell you i have been through my fair share of crappy supplements and it did not help my healing at all and what's great is that new ethics doesn't put any artificial sweeteners flavors or ingredients of any kind that your body should not have especially if you're you know, healing things like autoimmune conditions and thyroid and all these things, your body really needs to be able to detox and be in homeostasis. So I am super excited because I got some products from them and I'm on their website right now and I'm just looking at all of their products and it's just amazing how many different areas of health they, they do, they have protein powders, they have collagen powders, they have magnesium they have a bloat ease pro um, supplement that i'm super excited about because that's supposed to help with the gut lining and leaky gut Uh, they have a supplement called Cort ease and that's for cortisol and that's one of my root causes for a lot of my issues is cortisol dysregulation they have thyroid supplements thyroid boost They have estrogen supplements, so if you're trying to heal hormonal imbalance, they've got you covered. They have immunity supplements. I mean, the list goes on. They have adrenal supplements. And I'm really excited to also try their collagen powder because, as you guys know, I am no longer vegan and I am allowing myself to have collagen powders. And let me tell you, it's been a game changer for me. Um, I've noticed a difference in my, not only my hair and my skin and my nails, like that's an obvious thing when you start using collagen, but it's also really great for inflammation and um, for your stomach and your gut health and digestion. And I didn't know any of these things until I really started experimenting and using different supplements and allowing myself to, you know, get outside of my comfort zone every single lot of supplements is third-party tested and the coa is posted on the website so anyone can enter the lot number of any product and see it's directly tested and the results of that so if you're ready to really take action and get your health in order you need to try new ethics go ahead and go go to their website it's newethics.com. So it's N U E T H I X.com. And you can use the discount code GAB10 at checkout on any of their products. They have so many. And I just started using today and last night the adrenal one and the Cortese for cortisol. I'm super excited. I think it's really going to help me a lot. So. Go to their website, newethics.com, N-U-E-T-H-I-X.com, and use the discount code GAB10 at checkout. All right, let's get back to the episode. So I think when I started to do yoga when I was living in California, that's when I started to really feel myself connect and like release those layers of anger, of rage, of sadness, of trauma from my childhood, from my adolescence, from my early 20s. And it was that, it was that phase of my life that kind of catapulted me into this, this way of thinking of, okay, like drinking and partying is not good for me. but. Even though I went through teacher training and I was sober at that time, I really was. When I moved back to Miami in my mid 20s, I had another really crazy partying phase. I mean, cocaine, drinking, just bartending will do that. I mean, you're. Miami is a very, very party-esque place, and that's kind of why I'm probably feeling this energy of, hmm, I'm happier when I'm sober. I really am. I feel clear. My body's starting to heal finally, which I'm going to make an episode all about physically healing, the autoimmune stuff, the thyroid, because I've been getting a lot of DMs about, like, well, what do I do with, with, like, thyroid and this and that and this symptom so I'm going to make an entire episode about that I've I've been planning it, it's been brewing I just I really want it to be organized when I do it because there's so much shit that I've been through with my healing journey and I want to share with you guys like everything in like very clear focused, informational organized in that kind of way so Stay tuned for that, but yeah, um, I really did go through another really bad drug phase when I moved to Miami when I was like 25, and of course that set my healing back. Of course that only triggered more trauma, more toxic relationships, more conflict, more pain, more um, toxic sex that led to a a lot of... um, a lot of trying to seek validation and never getting that, never ever getting that from the men that I was, you know, wasting my energy with. And and men who are listening, this goes for you too. Um, you could be wasting all of your energy with, with females and trying to get laid or having sex with tons of women or or men. And you know that... It's sucking the living hell out of you. So, I've been in Miami this this time um, for about five weeks, and I didn't drink, I didn't do anything, I didn't party, I didn't date, I and I you know what? When I my intention when I came here was to date and to get myself out there and to socialize, and maybe that was a little bit of a big ask for me. Maybe that was, like, too much of a, like, uh, an expectation for myself because I've had a lot that has gone on the last few months with family, with um, not being able to find an apartment in Miami, moving home, aunt dying the next day. I mean, the series of events that have gone on in my life have really made me understand that there's something bigger at play that the universe is doing, and my like egotistical, materialistic desires really just don't matter right now. I have the rest of my life to get my own place in Miami and live alone and have that freedom, and I think being here for this opportunity to take care of my friend's dog for the last five weeks has given me the, the clarity that I needed to realize like, look, the only thing that really matters right now is my sobriety, my health. I'm still healing, I'm nowhere near fully healed. I'm detoxing, I'm doing a heavy metal detox, I'm trying to fix my gut, I'm trying to heal my thyroid, my autoimmune issues, and I have made a pretty big dent in my healing, and I know for a fact, the only reason that I've been able to make this big of um, a shift in my healing is because I'm not drinking and I'm not doing drugs anymore. Plain and simple. Um, Full stop, just like that's why I have been able to feel better. And I was talking with a friend the other night that um, when I first stopped, doing drugs and doing and drinking alcohol, I didn't feel better right away. I felt worse because once you stop the drinking or you stop the substance use, that's when your body starts to go into freak out mode. Holy shit, what's happening? And then your body finally has the time to figure out like, oh my god, okay, I'm not being poisoned with substances and alcohol, so now it's time to exacerbate all of these other health issues that have been put to the back burner for years, decades, whatever. That's why I think drug addicts and alcoholics they can have so many different health issues but like they don't even realize it and it's because the alcohol or the substance is literally like putting a physical band-aid on the pain on the inflammation on whatever it is that they're dealing with i know for me even though i in the back of my head, I knew that I had hypothyroidism. I knew that I had autoimmune issues. I knew that my body was like, you know, going through a lot. Even though I knew that, the drinking and the partying kind of just like pushed that to the side because the body can only handle so much. So if we're going to be putting unhealthy food, unhealthy alcohol, poison, drugs in our bodies, That just means that our body is going to be in fight-or-flight mode and that is actually the root of my health issues. Um, You know, cortisol, dysregulation, adrenal fatigue, these two things, and I'm going to get deeper into this in the other podcast episode, all about what has helped me and like the supplements and like actual protocols and stuff that I've learned from podcasts and stuff. Um, because I feel like I'm just constantly learning every single day. I have, like, tons of notes in my iPhone. I've got files and files and files of of learnings and teachings about this stuff. But what I'm trying to say is you're going to feel worse before you feel better, and that's a fact. And I'm really sorry to say this, but I'm just letting you guys know if you're on your sober journey and it's kind of fresh and you're not sure like you know like you're 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 like feeling good and you're not drinking like that's amazing for some people maybe that's the case maybe your body just is healthy and it's the drinking and the drugs that really just needed to get put away for good But for some of us who are really dealing with autoimmune issues, chronic issues, hormone, thyroid, mental illness, all of these things are gonna bubble up after you've gotten sober. And the first few months, um, you might have like a honeymoon period, you know, where you feel great. And then all of a sudden, for me at least, I'm just gonna speak from my personal experience, I realized okay like there was like this this click that happened and I was like oh now I don't have anything to drain out this pain to drain out this frustration this trauma this sadness this bitterness this suffering that has come from different parts of my life and the way that I you know lowered the volume of all those things was to use drugs and alcohol or sex or seeking attention or over exercising um, or my eating disorder and when those things are put away when the drugs the alcohol the physical things are put away you're only left with who you are now this new version of yourself and it's it's hard because you're going to grow apart from people. You're going to f- you're going to start looking at friends and people in your life with a different lens and it might not always be a positive lens. It, it it might be this like sour, bitter, like that person I used to like that person and now they put a bad taste in my mouth or now i i just I don't want to be around that person anymore. Like, it's it's kind of like a repulsed energy. And I don't want to get into, like, crazy details about this, but I like to share real experiences with you guys. When I went to this wedding last summer for one of my best friends from college, and he still is one of my best friends. I love him, and I love his wife. They're amazing people. Um, But I was faced with a lot of people I went to college with, and I drank and I did drugs, and it was a very, very harsh weekend on my body, on my mind, on my soul. And that really set me up for failure. That actually screwed up my body even worse, and I think that actually triggered a lot of my health issues um, in the rest of the summer and the fall and the winter and it really made me realize how, how much the energy of partying, the energy of being around that kind of atmosphere affects my body and it's not just the alcohol or the substance. It's the actual energy that you are putting yourself in. And it definitely affects cortisol. It definitely affects your adrenals. Being in such a high, um, staticky, all over the place atmosphere can affect your physical body instantly. Like I remember that weekend, um, my entire body felt swollen. My legs swelled up. And that's something that I used to that that the the leg swelling was a symptom for me that happened every single day but when I drank that weekend I mean it just it exacerbated so much and I was actually scared I was like this is crazy I really need to figure this out and I need to stop harming my body and I need to I need to find a doctor I need I need to get help and maybe that weekend um was a blessing in disguise because then it made me realize how much I never wanted to drink and do drugs ever again. As many of you guys know, I've been openly sharing my healing journey with PCOS and hypothalamic amenorrhea and hormonal imbalance. That's why I'm super excited to be partnering up with Ovositol. Thousands of women swear by Ovositol and it's for a good reason ovacetol is a highly researched blend of inositols and it's by Theralogix. It's designed to promote healthy hormonal health and support regular menstrual cycles, ovarian health, and fertility. I have been using ovacetol. It's a powder that you put in juice or water it doesn't taste like anything and you take it twice a day and it is supposed to help regulate my cycles hopefully bring back my menstrual cycle and just help with hormonal imbalance in general especially with folks who are struggling with pcos your estrogen could be tanked your testosterone could be skyrocketed and it's really hard to get through day-to-day chores and just function with those hormonal levels being so crazy and out of whack. ovasitol is gluten-free, vegan, and it's the only independently tested and certified inositol supplement available. Did you know that Theralogix offers several other evidence-based, independently certified nutritional supplements for women's health? They have so many supplements on their website. It's really awesome. And this company is high-grade supplements. I made a choice last year that I'm only going to start taking really high-grade, potent, tested supplements instead of all the junk that i was buying from like amazon and walmart so that is one of my goals this year is to really stay taking high quality vitamins and supplements i am trying a few supplements from the therologic site i'm doing an omega i have a cbd supplement i'm doing a women's multivitamin that helps with menstrual cramps and PMS and it has iron in it. So there's supplements for literally everyone on this website. It's amazing. Um, So whether you are aiming for a healthier lifestyle or you're ready to start a family, Theralogix has a wide range of products for you. So go to theralogix.com. That's T H E R A L O G I X.com and you can use the provider referral code 233136 at checkout and that will save you up to 20% off of your purchase on Ovacitol or any other supplements on the website that support your overall health. So go ahead to theralogix.com and you, you can use the provider code at checkout to save 20% off your purchase so that is actually one really important thing that I want to mention is that sobriety doesn't have to be linear sobriety doesn't have to be like okay this is day one and for the rest of my life I'm never drinking and partying again because that is putting so much pressure on yourself that it's like, well, first of all, I mean, that's a great intention to have, but you'll never really know if you're reaching that goal until you're on your deathbed, and I heard a woman say this on a podcast about eating disorders, and her name's Catherine, fuck, I forget her last name. I'll have to put it in the show notes, but, um, Her name is Catherine and she was saying like, look, if if you never want to binge again or you never want to purge again or whatever it is, that's a great intention to have. But if that's your goal, how the hell are you going to know that you're reaching your goal unless you're on your deathbed looking back and saying, oh yeah, I didn't do it for all these years. So instead of putting that pressure on yourself, just have the intention that I'm not going to do drugs and alcohol. It doesn't have to have like this time stamp on it. And for me, part of my recovery, part of my healing journey and my sobriety, I think those step backs and those little glitches where I maybe relapsed or whatever, I don't like the word relapse because I don't really consider myself um, like in NA or AA recovery for me it was actually a lot easier for me to stop doing the drugs and the drinking um, in comparison to like other toxic behaviors like over exercising or um, controlling other things in my life but um, i think it's really important to not like you have to give yourself some grace, especially in sobriety and recovery. And if you're healing like physical issues as well, like it's gonna be a a process and you might as well give yourself some grace and compassion because it's gonna be so miserable if you don't. Um, And I learned from those experiences and guess what? That wasn't the last time that I drank, now that I'm thinking about it. The, the wedding last August was not the last time I drank. The last time I drank was um, definitely, well, let's see. I had, a, I had a couple of drinks during my aunt's funeral day when we were at the lunch with my whole family, but I, um, I actually didn't get drunk and I just had like a very small amount. And, you know, I didn't... It didn't make me feel happy, uh, but it actually was a way for me to connect to my uncle and my sister and her boyfriend. And it was it was more of like an experience type thing. I, and I said, you know what? I'm here with my uncle, and he's hurting, and I just want to see him smile, and I just... I'm gonna have this shot with them, and it's about the experience. And for some people who are sober, that's not gonna ha- That's not gonna be okay. That's that's a no go. <laughs> for me, it was fine. Um, and there was another time that I drank after the, the wedding in October, and that was the worst weekend of my life because that's when my body took a turn for the worst and I had a really bad reaction to the drinking, um, something that I ate and um, I had a really, it was the heaviest period that I've ever had in my life. I know this is kind of TMI and I'm sorry, but this is what I'm saying. This is like drinking and partying and drugs and, and, it can physically manifest in the body instantly. So it, it, it physically manifested in my body as the worst menstrual cycle that I've ever had in my life. And I'm not even kidding. Full body inflammation, pain, swelling. I mean, I was like crying and I, I remember my friend Courtney, I I was visiting her in, in LA and we went to We Spa and we like went to another sauna place another day and I was in so much pain and my stomach was so bloated that I wanted to die. I mean I like was it I was so uncomfortable that it was that weekend where I said like is this gonna be how the rest of my life is? Like am I gonna feel like shit for the rest of my life? Because if that's the case. I cannot live on this earth anymore. And that's the, you know, that's the reality of having autoimmune and thyroid issues and hormonal imbalance. And believe me, I'm still healing. I'm nowhere near fully healed. But when I say that I've made a dent from that time, from October of last year, like, wow, I really did. And I'm proud of myself. And I'm telling you it's from not drinking and it's from allowing my body to finally feel safe again. And that is a huge thing that people don't realize is like you think that you're having fun and you're just being around friends and you're socializing and you're like enjoying life and it's fun and it's play and of course like of course it can be fun and, and there's exceptions to the rule but if you're an extremist like me if you are sensitive like me if you have health issues if you have you know beaten your body up for years and years or decades you have to understand that poisoning your body with substance and being around like a really like high energy situation it definitely takes a toll on your body in the sense of full blown adrenal fatigue. Your adrenals can just blow out, and that's what happened to me. I was constantly swollen. I was constantly feeling like shit. Um, my cortisol was so fucked up. My circadian rhythm, super fucked up. I mean, I felt like I was just gonna be doomed forever to feel like shit. And it took time. To, for, to let my body recognize that it's safe, that it's, it's time to focus on other things. This is why people are so obsessed with fasting and intermittent fasting. And this is why Dr. Mindy Peltz is so famous and popular. Um, her YouTube channel is amazing. This is why her work is so amazing. It's because what she's saying is true. When you stop eating or you you do some fasting, let's say, it's the same idea as, okay, you're stopping drinking, you're stopping doing drugs. You give your body the chance to go into the cells, go into all the other organs and clean up some inflammation and cellular repair. The body can't repair cells if you're constantly poisoning it, and look, I'm not judging you. I'm I'm talking to myself here as well, and my body would never have been able to heal unless I stopped the drinking and the partying. So, I just, I don't know how much more I can talk about that, but I want to start talking about identity and friends and that whole part of being sober and really feeling isolated and alone and figuring out who the fuck you are without the drugs, the partying, and the toxic behaviors. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online counseling you can do from the privacy of your own home and this sponsor is my favorite sponsor ever because I actually use BetterHelp every single week. I know I hear BetterHelp ads on like every podcast now, but I'm not really sure if everybody's actually using BetterHelp, but I do. I actually have been going to therapy once a week, every week and it's consistent and it really has helped my healing journey and just given me the opportunity to connect with someone who can look at my life and my experiences that i'm going through with a different lens because we can get so caught up in the chaos and whatever's going on in our lives and we can really get wrapped up in these self-limiting beliefs and these toxic ways of viewing ourselves so i've been loving BetterHelp. i have a therapist who is actually an emdr therapist so we've done some emdr together we've done some talk therapy Uh, So you can really find the most perfect therapist for you, depending on whatever it is you're going through. Whether it's eating disorders, addiction, family issues, relationship issues, trauma, uh, whatever it is, you can literally find the perfect therapist for you. And you can do it in the comfort of your home. And if you don't want to be on video, you don't have to be on video either. You can just do it as an audio call. So, you can go to betterhelp.com slash vibe, that's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash vibe, and you can get a 10% discount off of your first month of online counseling. All you're going to do is just go to betterhelp.com slash vibe and you fill out a little questionnaire, and then you will be matched with. All these different therapists will come up and you have the option to click on each profile, read what they're all about, and you can send them some messages. And if you ever want to change your therapist, you can change your therapist as many times as you want, no questions asked. It's really easy. The portal is so easy to navigate and it's been helping me so much through all of these life transitions and changes with what we're going through with you know, not only the economy is messed up, but family is going through a lot, health issues. So it's really important to have someone in your life that you can consistently connect with who can help you through these issues. So go to betterhelp.com vibe. That's hel slash vibe and start online counseling today. Okay, so let's say, you know, you've been sober, you're feeling good, but now you're starting to to feel this like heavy blanket of isolation, depression, anxiety that you're going to be alone forever, this deep fear of dating or getting yourself out there. And a lot of this just comes with being an adult because the older we get, the harder it is to make friends. I mean think about it when we're growing up and we're in school we just naturally are around so many people especially in college i mean you're forced to live with people you're you're in classrooms you're constantly around people you're going to make friends you're going to have more social rea- uh, interactions with people for some people in college you know maybe you just, you're, you really are an introvert and you, um, you didn't have that experience and that's fine too. But what I'm saying is like, if you're newly sober, you're an adult, it's going to feel really quiet and weird and kind of depressing. But I think that that passes because I'm starting to get to the other side of that And I'm like, wow, I just don't care anymore. I don't care. It doesn't matter that I don't have a huge friend group. Because when I start thinking back to when I had a bunch of friends in college and how dysfunctional and toxic and manipulative and abusive we all were to each other, whether we realized it or not, we were very toxic. Um, Our friend group drank and partied a lot and there was a lot of drama and trauma and like I just yeah there were great times too but I have to really be real with myself here and say do you really want to be around people who are constantly poisoning their bodies? And I'm not, I know that might sound really judgmental. Um, I don't think I'm better than anyone. I don't, I actually, you you know what? Sometimes I truly wish that I could, like, just go out to the bar and be around people and not care about being in that energy. Sometimes I wish I could just go out and, you know, be okay with just not drinking and being around those people because I actually miss being around people in in that atmosphere if it's the right kind of place, if it's the right kind of bar, if it's the right kind of energy you know, if it's the right kind of establishment and, and all those things. But I, um, I know me now, and I know that if I were to put myself into that kind of scenario, it would instantly trigger my cortisol to be spiked. Um, and it's really hard to find places that are chill and aren't like super boozy but also you feel like you can go on a date or with a friend and feel like in that um, feel-good culture. Because, you know, I don't really want to go to, like, a restaurant and just, like, sit there. Um, I have so many food allergies and sensitivities with my autoimmune condition that eating at a restaurant just doesn't feel appealing to me at all. So it kind of puts me in this weird place of, okay, so then what do I do, you know? Um, So for example, today I met up with my friend at Starbucks and we just sat outside and got a drink and we talked. That to me is an amazing experience. I mean, we had a great deep conversation. I actually cried and he's like one of the only friends that like I have cried around, I'm pretty sure. Um, It's just that he really understands where I'm coming from. And look, I don't have many friends. I have maybe two or three friends in Miami right now. Yeah, I have like three friends. The The rest are acquaintances and the rest are students, yoga students who, um, I dearly, dearly miss, so if you are a student of mine who used to come to my classes at Equinox and you're listening, I, I really do miss teaching. Um, right now, I'm just kind of like in between places and transitioning, and I can't like have a schedule of teaching, but once I come back to Miami, when whenever my soul and my, you know, my identity is ready for that, then I will be teaching again, but This is actually part of sobriety and part of meeting yourself again, learning who you are again, outgrowing people, outgrowing um, situations, jobs, experiences, outgrowing different parts of the city. Um, I can't imagine living where I lived back in 2017. I mean, I don't want to live in that area So what makes it any different than outgrowing the things we used to do and the habits and the people? Um, People, our friends don't have to be in our lives forever. Some people only come into our lives for a season, for a month, for for a few months, for a year. There's people who have come in my life and left a very strong, powerful, positive impact and then You know they have their life I have my life and we kind of just like do our own thing or grow apart or I moved or they moved and it's no hard feelings you know I really do feel like certain people come in and out and weave in and out of our lives for a reason maybe it's maybe it's to show us a part of ourselves that we weren't able to see with other friends because at the end of the day relationship friendship romantic partnerships and family and and even co-workers all of these relationships and bonds are opportunities to meet yourself where who you are now like who you are now not who you were before and um, that's why I love my friend Kim who who is actually I just interviewed her on the podcast, and that episode's going to be coming out soon as well. Um, She does acupuncture and emotion code and all these different types of energy healings. Um, And she's known me since 2015, I think. And so she knew me when I was in my partying phase, when I was, you know, teaching yoga on Sunday mornings hungover She at, at, at exhale. And she knew that when I was in the sauna, I was detoxing from drugs and alcohol. And she knew all the all of the stuff that I was going through. And guess what? She still likes me as a human. You know? She's not um, saying, oh, well, like, labeling me as who I used to be. She's seeing me for who I am now. And that's beautiful because... The other day, um, maybe this was last week, I've been getting acupuncture from her every week and it's been amazing. Um, it's been so healing. And, and something that I was talking with my therapist about was that for some reason I just feel like people can, can tell that like I'm going through a hard time and then like don't want to be around me or something. And that's a self-limiting belief. And that self-limiting belief... Came to be once I became sober because that belief was never there when I was drinking and I was fun and I was social and I was, you know, trying to, to be this fun, extroverted, amazing person who would, you know, go and have sex and give people what they wanted. And now that I'm not doing that, now that I'm clear headed. Now that I'm sober and, and clarity has washed over me, it um it, it it can exacerbate a lot of self-limiting beliefs. So that's something to look out for. And that's why I say go to therapy, especially if you are getting sober right now, because you definitely want someone there to help you process through all of the discomfort, the the mental discomfort, the physical discomfort, the emotional confusion of who am I then and who are my real friends? And wh- wh- what 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 makes me happy anymore? because it's all gonna shift. and this is for everyone, not it doesn't even have to do with just getting sober. This is just everyone, each each person as they grow older i think i heard it on on some podcasts it's like every four or five years you go through like a major energetic shift of identity and you can be like okay like i don't enjoy my job anymore why am i doing this why am i doing this behavior why am i self-sabotaging in this way blah 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 so getting sober is only going to exacerbate all of that and kind of like put you in the fast lane for for healing and for self-development and growth and awareness so if you could look at it that way um just definitely getting support and getting a therapist um better help is obviously what I use and I love my therapist I've been doing EMDR with her and um I know that I was I promised to talk about EMDR so let's do that before this episode ends EMDR is a therapeutic, um, practice. It's eye movement desensitivity EMDR. I, I I honestly, I'm such an idiot. I literally forget. Um, and I don't want to like waste time going on my phone, but let's see. Sorry. EMDR. EMDR therapy is a phased focused approach to treating trauma and other symptoms by reconnecting the traumatized person in a safe and measured way to the images, self-thoughts, emotions, and body sensations associated with the trauma and allowing natural healing powers of the brain to move forward and be more adaptive. Um, So, EMDR is basically exposure therapy. And exposure therapy is all about diving into the traumatic event, the emotion, the situation, the memory. And it's really not as crazy as people make it out to be. Like when I th- when I heard of EMDR, I thought it was going to be like this super crazy like um, experience. And it's very chill. It's just you're really just dealing with those memories that are stuck and have traumatized you, and the therapist will have you look side to side in a way that they will teach you. They they teach you everything, and it goes to a certain um, pace of the sound that they have. So you you're looking side to side, and it's really not hard. And each time you do a round, they'll, they'll ask you like, okay, what came up for you? And for me, I mean, let's just, I'm going to explain like it really granular. So for me, like I was doing EMDR around how I feel when I'm at my mom's and I'm around my stepdad who I really don't like and how uncomfortable I feel and how angry I feel and just like the energy in the house and how that triggers me. So, you know, we'll process that and we'll go in and do the EMDR and each round she'll say, okay, what came up for you? And sometimes like another thought will come up or a body sensation will come up or, you know, when she asks me what comes up for you, what came up for you, I'll say, I just had like a weird thought that, you know, maybe my mom does this, or uh, I just had a weird random thought that maybe this has to do with, um, like, because my stepdad does this, and it really pisses me off. It doesn't have to be any, like, any, like, you know, grandiose, like, fireworks, like, epiphany. You're just literally moving, you're just, like, seeing where the thought takes you and each round you're just seeing where the EMDR takes you. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Um, There's no right or wrong answer to answer the therapist about what came up for you. You could literally say, I don't know, I just feel like a sensation in my chest. And they'll say, okay, focus on that and let's do another round. And so you're just kind of like, you're just letting it flow. You're just continuing to flow and you'll be surprised what where it takes you what thoughts come up what other memories come up what other random little um, triggers come up and then when they ask you what came up for you you just tell them it sometimes it has nothing to even do with what you're actually processing like for me when I was doing the whole processing thing about being triggered at my mom's all of a sudden I had all these memories come up when I was living in Philly with a bunch of roommates and how much I hated it. And then the whole EMDR session just like went there. And then we just like dove into that. So the whole session doesn't have to be around one little memory or trauma. The EMDR is going to actually flow you where you need to go because you're kind of just doing it and you're letting your mind wander. You're letting your mind, um, have the thoughts that come up when you're thinking about that stuff that you're processing. And, you know, when, when those memories came up for me about living in Philly, about living with roommates I I didn't like, about lack of freedom, you know, it was interesting because my therapist said, well, look, that sounds a lot like what you're going through right now. It's just a different, it's just a different time, so we dove into that, we dove in deep, and we dove into, you know, why my, why my mental health was so bad at that time, and how I felt, and physically, and my health issues, and so EMDR, it's eye movement desensitization, and reprocessing, so yeah, you're reprocessing emotions, experiences, and you're coming back to this moment where you are not in that experience anymore and your therapist has the tools and the knowledge to help you feel safe and um, what I do always after like an intense EMDR or therapy session in general is I do all the things that make me feel good. I will go outside in the sun, I'll go for a walk, I'll listen to podcasts, I'll make tea, I'll go you know, eat some snacks and make a really good meal. Um, I'll buy something for myself. Like whatever it is that makes you feel good just to get yourself into that safe, feel good, rest and digest, not all like fight or flight mode so that's what EMDR is and I hope this episode helped you especially if you are going through the sober-ish, sober curious or you're sober um, you're gonna get through it there's gonna be layers it definitely requires you identifying who you are what's gonna make you happy and not putting these societal pressures on yourself that you have to go out, you have to have tons of friends, you have to go and be social, and you have to date, and this and that. Like, if you don't want to, then don't. Just focus on yourself. All right. Bye, guys. She said she used to be a part of the They nearly a leader one time. They didn't have enough thread to so the patches...